Hello, my name is Paul Harvey and I am a midlife coach and you are listening to a life, passion and business shortcast. Now over the last few years I have spoken to hundreds of people and I've discovered that our story is everything because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. This shortcast is a bite-sized episode to explore the ingredients of a good life. We bring out the thoughts, tips and tools so you can try them on for size. So let's explore and see what is possible. Hello and welcome to a reflection. So how are you with beginnings and endings? Last Sunday I was in Dundee, delivering the son and his stuff from his new university. It's a new beginning and an ending. We were in a large supermarket on Sunday afternoon and it was stuffed with people buying snacks and drinks and there was a frenetic energy about the place. The tannoy announced it would be closing briefly as the Queen's coffin would be passing on the adjacent road. And as we left the store, the crowds were gathering along the road looking at the crowd. There was no tears or sadness. I cannot say these people were in mourning. However, they were there to acknowledge her passing and treating it as if it was an event of some sort with their snacks and drinks. We did consider waiting, but with a few bags of frozen food, it did seem imprudent. There was no indication of the time or how it might close the roads and cause us more delays So we, when we moved on to the important business of setting up his new home. Now, if you caught the show on Wednesday, I took a break from the interview podcast this week while I was on another project. And over the early part of the week, I was thinking about the country's reaction to the passing of Queen Elizabeth. Why has it affected so many people? Was it tapping into our grief? It seems fitting to reprise the show with Carol Henderson about grief, and that's why I put that one out this week. There is a media impression that the UK is in mourning for the Queen, and judging by the queue walking past the coffin, which today, Sunday, stands at 14 hours, it could be construed that way. However, it all feels very different for me from when Princess Diana was killed. That was a very different feeling. I can genuinely say I grieved for her as many did. There were genuine tears for her passing. I think for me that certainly tapped into my own sense of mortality. I think she was only a few years older than I was at the time. The 12 days of official mourning will end tomorrow with the Queen's funeral and that will be a big state occasion. But in my opinion much of what we're seeing is about the passing of a story. People are not necessarily mourning but they are acknowledging an ending. The Queen does represent something very special in the UK, particularly for the older members of society. It is a story that has endured. She's been the fixed point of focus at the top of an institution and a tradition for over 70 years. Now, that story's been part of my life. I can remember the Silver Jubilee in 1977 when I was 13. There were street parties. I may even have the coin somewhere that I was given. It was a very different world. Uh, the Queen and country meant something. There were standards in leadership and in public life. And both of my parents were very active royalists at the time. But as I said, today is a different world. And maybe some of that respect and grief that is being expressed is about the passing of that simple story. As I said last week, I have a lot of respect for her sense of duty and the commitment she made to the last. But it's not something I would want to do myself. What is very different now is that we are in the age of information. We know so much more about the history than we did before. And what the British monarchy represents is privilege and power over people. 
Now, when you can accept that one person has the right to be king or queen because of their place of birth, then we have to accept that there are those who deserve to be below us because of their place of birth. That does not sit so well with me. I have no answer to the British monarchy. It's very much embedded into what it means to be British. And I have no idea how how this country would behave or be without the idea of tradition and monarchy. Anyway, look, politics and monarchy aside, let us consider beginnings and endings, because this has brought this up for me, this idea of it. You know, Queen's, the Queen's passing is an opportunity to acknowledge our grief for endings. Life is about beginnings and endings. And when I spoke to Carol Henderson last year, she was saying that we grieve loss. Even the last chocolate in the box is the sadness for an empty box of chocolates. Now, that loss is momentary, but nevertheless, it is definitely real. Now, I saw a Facebook post from a friend recently who was who mourned the last pot of jam. It was one of the last jars made by his mother before she died. And that jam had a significance and the passing triggered the memory. While there is the ending of the jam, it actually acknowledges the loss of imparting of his and passing of his mother. But as I said, endings are beginnings and new jam will be made and new stories begin. You see, the morning, from my perspective, the morning is more poignant when we know that what we are losing can never be replaced with more of the same. The power of those feelings does need to be acknowledged. And I, you know, I was surprised last weekend to be going through them again. My son left home for college two years ago and he was back and forth due to COVID, which in some way created a new, bigger bond while we cooked together and laughed and joked with each other. But ultimately, his leaving was a deeply painful experience for me and my wife, Cheryl. Empty nesting is real. We both want him to go out and build a life. But in that desire is the recognition that the child we brought up has gone and will never return. Last weekend was a similar experience. Having completed his two years at college, he secured the grade he needed and now embarked on a new journey at university. On leaving him last weekend, I could feel those feelings of loss and grief surface again. And I thought I'd done with it all, but clearly I had not. I've said on the podcast many times that my project over the last 20 years was family and he has and he has always come first and to some extent that is what I'm grieving and leaving behind our family and the transition to something new he's no longer my daily focus and here's the thing the transition has been everything I wanted for him he's finally got to experience the freshest week without social distancing and restrictions he's had a week of parties and never met so many people in such a short space of time my ending as painful as it is has been a fantastic new beginning for him and it's also a new beginning for me in that it is everything I ever wanted for him but it still hurts a bit so where are you with endings and beginnings very few endings in life are within our control. They either happen as time runs out or they happen due to a forced change. Now, of course, death is the final forced change and our depth of relationship will determine the level of grief or loss that we feel. I never grieved the loss of my father much because he was an old man and because I know he wanted to go. But he, in turn, never really recovered from the loss of my mother. And that was because he never found the help he needed. And the work that Carol Henderson does with griefuk.org is vital to support people like him on that journey. 
I can certainly recommend The Grief Handbook by John Williams and Russell Friedman. I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes. You see, while death is a final end, there are hundreds of endings that we will face in our life. Lovers parting, marriages end, jobs change, companies laying people off, go bust, and so much more. Each is an opportunity to explore the full range of emotions, to honour the past and look to the future, but it does take time. It is not easy. The fact that those feelings came back to me again last weekend, it means I still have some work to do around releasing my responsibilities towards my son and looking forward to the new journey that we have together. Learning to live and accept loss is part of the journey that makes this life so wonderful. Nothing to add this week if you want to explore something, yeah, do some journaling around grief, around loss and around new beginnings and endings. It's amazing what comes out when you think about this sort of stuff. And that's it for me for this week. As always, I thank you so much for being here with me. If you would like to find out more about life, passion and business, do visit the website and check out the over 300 interviews with different people, all based around the five questions. If you want to know more about the five questions, do check out the resources tab where the details, you will find the details there about the five questions and how it can support you to lead a good life. If you would like to support the podcast, you can do that very simply by liking and subscribing or telling a friend because that's how people like yourself find good podcasts. So as always, thank you so much for your time and attention. I'll catch you next time. All the best. <laughs>